It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. It's great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, and we are getting ready. Uh, we knew when we walked in the building this morning, we were all instructed to be ready to indulge in tailgating from our desks uh, and that we were to represent properly because it is the kickoff of the college football season, and uh, that's a, a great time of year. And it's an interesting time to actually look at some some principles and some lessons. Uh, so often in the news today, and especially as we look at leadership, whether that's in government, whether that's in business, uh, we seem that we seem to see that this idea of character is is so lacking uh, in so many places. And the examples of that lack of character or that character collapse, whether it's executives or Hollywood celebrities or famous athletes. Uh, you know, politicians, government, public figures. Uh, there's just a steady stream uh, around character. And it makes me wonder about the cause of character in our country and, and how we can actually get that back on path. And so as we start the college football season, uh, really interesting. Uh, we often talk about it in very lofty terms, uh, that this is supposed to be an altruistic thing with uh, coaches and fans and players all committed to their schools, wise coaches who are committed to building character in their players and serving in their communities. And and yet so much of what we see in college football, uh, things it's supposed to be about, hard work, common goals, overcoming adversity, pride, character, teamwork, all of those kinds of things. Sportsmanship might be a good one. Uh, they're becoming few and far between. And instead, we're fed this unsettling a buffet of stories around, you know, barroom brawls and boosters that are bankrolling all kinds of activities. You got police reports instead of history reports and on and on it goes. And so while the, the list of problems uh, and what is wrong with college athletics is long and seems to be lengthening, uh, the, list of, the list of solutions seems to be pretty short. And it's usually presented with a whole lot of shoulder-shrugging administrators who pass the buck or say it's kind of beyond their control. And so whenever I hear this, and especially as you start off a college football season, uh, I always go back uh, to a gift I got back in 2008. Uh, it is a prized possession. Uh, it is one that I got from my great-uncle, Marvin Pugh, uh, who played football for the University of Utah back in the 1930s. And he gave me his letterman sweater. And looking at that U stitched in that deep crimson red sweater, even if you're a BYU fan, it looks cool. Uh, the interesting thing to me, though, was that back in those days when an athlete was given a sweater, a letter sweater or jacket, uh, it was done in front of the student body. And there was actually a letter from the athletic council that went along with it. And that's what I want to get into today because there are incredible lessons, not just for athletes, for all of us 
in terms of, of what it really is and what it really means. And so I want to share some of that. So this is a letter. Uh, this is from the 34 season. This was his second year up at the University of Utah. A letter addressed to Marvin Pugh, May 15th, 1934. It says, you're being granted a sweater emblematic of an athlete who has won the right to wear an official U. The award is not merely a sweater with an emblem on it. It has years of tradition behind it. It stands for something more than a mere piece of clothing. It means loyalty and service. Now, I'm going to break right there in this letter, just in those first two paragraphs. This is not just a piece of clothing. This is not just a sweater with a letter on it. It stands for something. It has tradition behind it. It means loyalty and service to school. Now, this is where the letter gets interesting. It says, now a bit of advice on its use. (laughs) The sweater is given to you and you alone. The public recognizes its wearer as having achieved something. That is something you cannot transfer or sell to others. No one else has the right to wear your sweater. And uh, may have been, uh, no matter how cute she is, may have been the subplot there. But this whole idea that you can't transfer honor given to you or distinction, things that you have earned, people have to earn it. It then goes on in a very interesting way to say that people recognize those who wear this sweater, and so it matters. It says, it's vital that you keep the sweater clean, and under no condition should it be worn when it is not clean. So it means something. It stands for something. Uh, there's actually a whole other paragraph on how to keep it clean. <laughs> and that the, uh, it's, it, the final sentence of the paragraph says, it's made of excellent materials, and it will withstand all kinds of cleaning. I just, again, think about all of this in the context of where we are in the world today. It then says, again, this is a letter from 1934 uh, from the University of Utah Athletic Department. It says, Utah is proud to publicly mark you as one of its honored sons. Do your fair part as one of those honored to continue to merit that honor. So this was not a lifetime achievement award. It was, we are going to designate you as an honored student. Uh, and because of that, we expect you to live up to that. And then the last paragraph says one other thing. By wearing this sweater, you identify yourself as an athlete, as a high-minded man, and as a gentleman. And in so doing, it is your duty to wear this sweater only where respectable men gather. And then a caution. Any transgression of these rules may be taken up by the athletic athletic council and offenders will be penalized accordingly. It's our hope that in no case will this be necessary. So it meant something. Honor meant something. Character meant something. That yes, we're going to recognize you for an achievement, for hard work, for success, for skills developed. And you have a responsibility to live up to that. Yeah, if only we had a little bit more of that in our college athletics, that it was less about pampering athletes who, who often get pampered from the time they're in the third grade uh, and become you know real prima donnas by the time they get to college without a lot of gratitude, with a lot of arrogance, 
And so it's it's getting back to that. Those are some pretty simple, pretty powerful, pretty practical things as we think about of a football letterman sweater from 1934. And I think we need a lot more of that, uh, not just as we roll into the college football season. I actually saw how this really defined uh, my great uncle Marvin Pugh's life. He lived by those things. He understood what loyalty and service was about. He knew he couldn't uh, do anything that he didn't earn on his own. And that when he was recognized, he had to live up to that. And think about that. Think how things would change. If instead of being some kind of source of entitlement, it actually became part of a greater commitment to service. And so we'll all celebrate, we'll all cheer, regardless of what team you're cheering for. But think of about it in a little different way this weekend. Think about the opportunity to build character. And whether that's on a football field, whether that's in a basketball stadium, whether it's on a track, whether it's in an orchestra uh, or in a science lab, uh, there are plenty of opportunities for achievement in today's world. The question, the greater question, is what are we doing to build character in ourselves and in the next generation. I'm Boyd Matheson. That wraps it up for us on a Friday here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. And remember, as you go out into the long holiday weekend, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something with character that makes a difference. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.